Hello and welcome to the Linux Gaming News Punch episode 3, your bite-sized look at some recent topics. My name is Liam and I'm going to be your host for the next few minutes once again. We're going to dive right into the deep end this week, as Puppy Games have made their roguelike Basingstoke, which is a pretty glorious mix of stealth and action completely free for Linux users on itch.io. While it is free, you can give a donation when you go to claim a copy. They're a developer worth supporting, they've supported Linux gaming for many years, and Basingstoke is actually a fantastic game. I've actually played quite a lot of Basingstoke myself, I really do enjoy it, it's really, really intense and it's quite scary as well which is quite surprising it has some really good style to it and it's very dark which really helps with the atmosphere I absolutely recommend checking this one out. We also have a return of the Humble Indie Bundle they've returned on top form too we haven't had a Humble Indie Bundle for quite a long time they were actually one of the original stores that supported Linux. Well, back then they didn't actually have a store, they just did bundles. But many years ago, way back when, they actually ported games to Linux. Well, they contracted people to. And I was part of the original beta testers. Humble Indie Bundle 20 actually has some fantastic titles like Tangle Deep, Tooth and Tail, and Among the Sleep. Among the Sleep in particular, I'm pretty fond of. And there's a good couple of other games. It's worth checking out if you like getting multiple games together on the cheap. In last week's episode, I ran over some sales figures for two different games, Rise to Ruins and Bite to Path. Now, this week, we have some more sales figures to run over with Spinortality, a cyberpunk management sim. Now, there's been a lot of talk through indie developers that I follow about the indie apocalypse, where lots of indie developers are struggling, but thankfully, this is a pretty happy story because Spinortality has actually sold around 9,000 copies after being out for about a month, which is actually pretty reasonable. Linux only accounted for about 200 of them, which isn't a lot, but with the Linux market share on Steam now under 0.8%, it's to be expected, but it does actually put us up to around 2% for sales of this title, so again, we're still buying above the market share as shown on Steam. It should go without saying that's obviously still not good. We've got a bit of a mountain to climb there before more game developers actually take us seriously. There is a lot I could say about increasing our market share, but we'll leave that for another time. And now onto some open source gaming news, as we have Mindtest, the Minecraft-inspired voxel game engine, as it had a major release recently, and it's a pretty exciting one. You should no longer have to hunt around for mods and games to actually add in to make it interesting, as you can actually do that in the game with their new online content repository. So you just click a few buttons, it downloads things for you. It has a few rough edges with things like downloading dependencies, which it doesn't seem to do. But other than that, it does a pretty good job. I was actually absolutely addicted to Minecraft a good few years ago, so having an open source version of it is pretty cool, especially considering how extendable it is. And performance is a lot better in Mindtest than it is in Minecraft because it's not Java. This next one is for those of you who remember the classic 3D realms who were responsible for, amongst other things, Duke Nukem. They've announced a brand new shooter. This isn't just any shooter, this is a very retro shooter powered by Quake 1 Tech. So it's not just retro in looks, it's retro in literally every way. And yes, it's also coming to Linux. I'm going to completely screw up the name, but here goes. It's called Wrath Aeon of Ruin. And while it is coming to Linux, it's not entirely clear if it will be this year or next year because their publisher and their press team both gave me different information to 
what's been put in the FAQ on Steam. So it'll either be this year or next year, but it is coming to Linux. And also, I'd just like to say I'm absolutely loving this revival of retro-styled shooters like we have with Iron Maiden and Dusk. Next up, we have some real-time strategy game news as Planetary Annihilation Titans, the absolutely massive strategy game from Planetary Annihilation Inc. has been updated once again. The latest release includes updated translations and work towards mod support for translations. It's got improved AI, so it's going to stomp all over you once again. The user interface system was updated, bug fixes, library updates, and so on. However, if you're using an AMD or Intel GPU, this is not the update you're looking for, as unfortunately, you will still see graphical issues. Now, what they've told me is that coherent UI will be updated to the next major release in the next update which should hopefully improve Linux rendering support so I will let you know when that happens. It's been a long time coming so I'll be glad when they finally do it as Planetary Annihilation has had problems on AMD and Intel since the first release so to say this is overdue is being way too kind on it. For those of you who enjoy the more classic styled real-time strategy games you might want to take a look at Rusted Warfare. It's a bit like a 2D version of Supreme Commander, Total Annihilation, that sort of thing. It's a large scale strategy game and in this one as well you can build land units, you can battle across the sea on ships and you can build aeroplanes as well. With the latest update to Rusted Warfare they've done some pretty cool changes to the multiplayer so now you can actually surrender based on votes across your team. And another multiplayer feature that I'm really quite happy with is a new ping system that quite a lot of games have been adding recently. When you're playing with other people online who don't speak your language, that barrier can stop you actually enjoying the game. So a ping system where the game has translated strings to say attack here or build here takes away some of that pain. And it's just a pretty cool feature overall. But another reason I wanted to speak about Rusted Warfare is because of the cross-platform multiplayer. Now this is not just across Windows and Linux. It actually has an Android version as well. And all of you can play online together. I actually discovered this game originally on Android and then it eventually came to Steam with Linux support, which is awesome. It's ridiculous ridiculously cheap too and it's a developer that's well worth supporting. Finally we're going to move on to the last bit of news today. We have Steam Play, Valve's system that bundles Wine, DXVK and so on into the Steam client because it's had another beta update 3.16-8. While the changelog for it is quite small it's still quite a good release for Steam Play. It updates DXVK to 1.0 so that you should see quite a lot more game supported. There's a few performance improvements there as well. There's also a really nice fix for Unity games because in a lot of Unity games when run through Steam Play the mouse cursor would sort of start drifting to the bottom right. You'd be fighting the cursor to actually be able to play the game. That is fixed. It's also seen some Steamworks API improvements for older and newer games, some networking improvements, and a fix for some DirectX 9 games on certain hardware. So quite a small release, but it still packs a punch. And that's all for this week's Linux Gaming News Punch. Thank you very much for joining me again, and I'll be here again next week. For all the latest news, do check out GamingOnLinux.com.